Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Every day, there are countless books and articles that are published offering the key on how to make your business a success. It's easy to feel overwhelmed trying to keep up and run your business. That's why Deb Creer created the Business Power Hour. Keep up on the latest trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. Let the Business Power Hour do the heavy work for you. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And we are going to have an absolute blast today because we're going to be talking about one of my favorite subjects, podcasting. (laughs) And, And we're going to be talking about it from the perspective of, should you do a podcast and or should you be a guest on a podcast? And so please join me in welcoming Lindsay Phillips to our program today. Welcome, Lindsay. Howdy, howdy. I'm so glad to be here across the border and a fellow cat lover. (laughs) I know, I know. We were talking about cats before the program and you are in Canada. So, you know, we'll forgive you if you say eh. (laughs) I won't. Well, and it's funny because I'm down here in Atlanta and uh, every once in a while I do get a y'all out there. But (laughs) That's hilarious. But not too often. Well, let me tell people a little bit about you and then Mm -hmm. we will really dive into this because you're going to have so much great information we want to make sure we get it all in. So Lindsay Phillips is the CEO and captain of Smooth Sailing Business Growth. She is your content marketing strategic partner, a serial entrepreneur, and also proud owner of Smooth Business Podcasting and Real Estate Investors Marketing. Growing a successful content marketing agency, launching her own podcasts and clients, she quickly learned the true power of podcasting. Skeptical at first and scared of putting herself out there, her do-it-anyway attitude paid off and her business has grown 60% each year consistently. Lindsay has been featured on MSN, MSN, NBC, Fox. She's been published in Huffington Post. She's guested on posts on podcasts like John Lee Dumas's Entrepreneurs on Fire and Joe Fairless' Best Podcast Ever. She has shared her expertise at events such as Dream Business Academy, PodFest, which included the Guinness World Records one, mm-hmm. and Service Business Edge, sharing the stage with Michael Michael, that's a hard one. I know. There we go. I just butchered his poor name. And Jay Abram. Lindsay loves helping entrepreneurs build their authority and increase visibility through the power of podcasting with her full service podcasting and content marketing services. Like I said, we are going to have so much fun. You know, one of the things that I love is finding out more about my guests. Mm -hmm. And so tell us how you got to where you are today and how you discovered that especially helping with podcasts and helping people get them launched, be guests on them, all those various things is your passion in life. I know. I always find it interesting people's stories of how they got where Mm -hmm. they are because you see people through a certain lens, Mm -hmm. right? Right. Oh, they had instant success. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's not the case. Um, I mean, I had my own business years ago when I Mm -hmm. lived on the other side of the country, Mm -hmm. exporting vehicles to the States and Mm -hmm. And then moved to Ontario and the dollar went kaput. Um, And so I went back to working for other people. Mm -hmm. And once my kids were small, I was like, 
you know, I mean, I was making $11 an hour um, working for somebody else, Mm -hmm. running their marketing business. Mm -hmm. And I did a lot of sales and I hated it. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I'm smarter than this. I could do my own thing. And I want to be home with the kids, right? Mm -hmm. And carve my own life. Right. Um, And so a friend of mine was doing VA work. So virtual assistants. Mm -hmm. And making great money. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I would totally love to work right. from home. Setting like, your yeah. own schedule, all of yeah. those things. Mm-hmm. I know. And not have the expense of mm-hmm. this, that, and the other and driving. And so dabbled in it and did mm-hmm. it on the side and loved it and took online courses to learn more. Mm-hmm. And um, I just loved it. I mean, especially the creative aspect mm-hmm. of content marketing mm-hmm. um, and just being able to be at home and, mm-hmm. and, and wear yoga pants. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Um, and so uh, after a while, I was burning the candles at both ends. I was mm-hmm. doing that online. I was doing that job in another one. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, am I in or out? <laughs> mm-hmm. And so I actually quit the other jobs mm-hmm. and I got a client. And mm-hmm. so I was fine. My daughter was still young. And then just kind of grew organically from there doing VA work. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was when I was smooth sailing online support. Okay. And then as I got into it, I just loved the content marketing aspect mm-hmm. of it versus like the admin stuff. Mm-hmm. And, um, there were things that I started to hate and I was getting really great results for my clients with the content marketing, mm-hmm. email marketing, sales funnels, all that good stuff, mm-hmm. videos, And even a friend of mine was kind of like, you're doing like everything. It's hard to even understand like what you do. Do you know what Ah, I mean? mm -hmm. The jack of all trades type of. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, interesting. And then I thought, oh, but can I turn clients away? Like Mm -hmm. this actually was a huge uh, lesson. And Mm -hmm. then I'm like, I can't say no. I can't turn people away. Mm -hmm. But I was really starting to hate the admin part. And mm. and so I just bit the bullet mm-hmm. and niched down and just went strictly to content marketing mm-hmm. and rebranded. I said, started saying no to potential clients. Mm-hmm. And I even fired a client Yikes. that I didn't love. Mm-hmm. And it was scary as all heck, but as mm-hmm. soon as I did it, I got like a flood of new clients within right. a matter of like six weeks. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know if you feel this way too, Deb, but it's like when you make a decision and you step forward, mm-hmm. even though it's scary, it's just like the world is says right. like, yep. Here okay. Here's what, here's what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so crazy. Um, and then of course I had to revamp all my systems cause I was too overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Like how do I deal with all this new mm-hmm. stuff and new clients and I had to hire two new people. And so, I mean, I was pulling my hair out. It was really, really stressful, but it, it did help me with the lesson of having to have systems mm-hmm. in place and procedures and processes. So it's like, sometimes you got to go through the craft to get mm-hmm. to the good. Right. And you need to understand what all it takes. Yeah, I know. And so it was painful, but I got out the other end. And then um, I had a business coach Mm -hmm. and was in the masterminding world, which was Mm -hmm. such a huge help. Mm -hmm. And so he was like, you got to get a podcast, Lindsay. Mm -hmm. You got to do videos, Lindsay. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, no, not more stuff. (laughs) I know. Well, that I was just petrified. Like I was good behind the scenes Mm -hmm. doing my thing, but like, 
to be live and talk mm-hmm. to other people and do videos, I was absolutely mm-hmm. petrified. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I, I know I got to put out my, myself out there. So I launched podcast and videos. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you know, this podcasting is not like an instant results game, right? right. It, it, mm-hmm. it takes time. So after, you know, doing the podcast and being consistent with it, you know, obviously I got better over time. The first mm-hmm. couple episodes, they sucked. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh ew, and you got to know that ones. going in, right? Mm-hmm. You're like, it's not going to be perfect right off the cuff. And uh, so I got over myself and started to feel more comfortable. Mm-hmm. And gradually, it's like people were like, oh, man, you're everywhere. You're on this show. You've got these guests. Mm-hmm. I was making great connections with people, which I love. Mm-hmm. That's the fun part of podcasting, which I wasn't anticipating. Um, and then started getting more like referrals and contacts and mm-hmm. leads. And it opened up so many doors for like mm-hmm. speaking on stage mm-hmm. and being taking part in summits. Um, and yeah, and just it just up levels your whole business mm-hmm. and your credibility and your authority. And like I went into it kind of knowing that, but really mm-hmm. not realizing the full potential. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then I started, you know, obviously I had my team doing all the back end production mm-hmm. stuff and the promotion. And then a client's kind of like, well, can you do that for me? And yeah. I'm like, sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, so again, got a system in place, mm-hmm. started doing it for some clients mm-hmm. and then just podcasting grew. And mm-hmm. I just, I enjoy it so much and I see the potential of it. Mm-hmm. And um, and so now do podcast launches and production mm-hmm. and obviously leveraging it and promoting it. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, it's it's scary sometimes to niche down again, mm-hmm. but I just think it's so much more effective to become an authority when you mm-hmm. niche down. Right. And it's so much easier to market your business. Right. Yeah. We can't be everything to everyone. No. And I think that's, you know, from the marketing perspective, that's what we tell people, you know, you have to find your niche, you know, and, and of course people are like, Oh my God, but all those people that we're missing, all those people that you're missing probably didn't want your service anyway. Yeah. Or they're not willing to pay you Mm -hmm. what you, you know, Mm because you're not being portrayed Mm -hmm. as an authority or Mm -hmm. an industry leader. Mm -hmm. So you're just going to get these like ones and twosies Mm -hmm. or just low lower level clients, I guess, for lack of better Mm -hmm. terms. Well, and not repeat. You know, they're, they just come in, they do it once and they're gone. Yes. That's so true. Yeah. So, I mean, I always tell people, I mean, niching down is Mm -hmm. absolutely critical Mm -hmm. to your growth and just building your authority Mm -hmm. because there's so much competition out there. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's noisy. Like Mm -hmm. there's so much going on in social and what have you. So you need to find a way to stand out of the crowd Mm -hmm. and really go after a specific market Mm -hmm. Because then all of your ideal clients will find you right. because they see you everywhere mm-hmm. and then they just know who to go to. Mm-hmm. So it just, it, it honestly helps you grow mm-hmm. faster. Right. You know, and it's, it's interesting to see how much podcasting has grown. Um, podcasting and video. I mean, you know, kind of the, the combination of, but I think especially last year with the pandemic, yeah, you know, down here in, in the States, at least. We had so many people who weren't getting their message out there. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe they were used to speaking. Maybe they were used yes. to giving presentations. And so they went, hmm, no. maybe I should get into podcasting, whether hosting or being a guest. So I think things really took off last year. 
Yeah, I agree. You could definitely see the influx Mm -hmm. and people launching. And honestly, even people just getting into the podcast Mm -hmm. industry of like editing and Mm -hmm. and all those Mm -hmm. moving parts, you could see that kind of growing and, you know, guest booking services Mm -hmm. that are popping up Mm -hmm. and and what have you. Mm -hmm. But a little bit more competition, but whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, as everything grows, that's okay. You know, and, yeah. and so, but yeah, you mentioned editing. I, I had a guest on several months ago who just turned 20. <laughs> I, and he has a podcast editing business that is seven figures. Oh, my God. I know. And I mean, he was an absolutely delightful young man and, you know, and, and but incredibly intelligent. I mean, you know, he yeah. knew what he was going for. And one of the services that he offered, and we'll talk about this as, as part of the, the, the ways to use your podcast in multiple ways, is they, they do transcription. And so I, you know, just I was curious and I said, so who does your transcription? And I was figuring he was going to say, Offshore, you know, thing because mm. a lot of things like that really can yep. be done offshore. His college buddies. <laughs> oh my God, isn't that awesome? And and I just thought, oh, you know, okay, I need to keep this young man's contact because at some point he's oh, gonna yeah. be one of those big movers and shakers. Totally. Yeah, he saw that need. And and he said, you know, people they either don't want to edit, they don't know how to edit, yeah. um, you know, and then they certainly don't know how to transcribe. And my earpiece just came apart, um, and so I can't hear you. This is this is fun. So we're just going to keep going um, and reconnect me here. Yeah, but um, but but yeah, but yeah, there's so many different facets of the. Don't business, you love right? almost like live show notes and. <laughs> branding and editing and Mm -hmm. promotion and launches Mm -hmm. and your message. And, um, I, I knew someone that was just a podcast, um, brander like Mm -hmm. for branding. And I was Mm -hmm. like, Oh, that's a thing. Like branding just for a podcast. I'm like, okay. Mm -hmm. I didn't think there would be a huge need for that. No, you never know. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and, or, or getting people, you know, just, just starting, you know, that's Mm -hmm. one of the things people ask me is, what equipment do I need? And, I know. you know, and, and that really is, you know, just kind of some of the, the basics, but it's like with doing any of it, you have to figure that out, um, you know, and, and so that's where it's, it's great to be able to, to have all these various services because, you know, let's be honest, I started this a long time ago. You know, I, I mentioned in the pre-show, your program 683. I've been doing this a long time. Yes. And I had to figure a good portion of it out on my own. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and, and the cool thing is I'm still learning. There's, you know, there's new software. There's new automation oh, tools coming out I know. all the time. I know. You know, I, I had a guest on um, a, a week or so ago and he had three different cameras and Ooh. and during the podcast, he's switching. And and I mean, and I was just fascinated with this Dang. because they faded in. I mean, it wasn't That's just ham tech. switching. Well, and and so we had two different angles on his face, and then we had a far away shot. And I mean, it was just the coolest thing in the world. And he that said, okay, fancy. he doesn't normally do that for podcasting. He trains speakers and he's especially mm. working with speakers who are now having to do this virtually. And yeah. we get really tired of watching the talking head. And, right. and so he does this whole different camera angle. And I was just like, oh my God, I want to do this. Um, you know, and I'm like the kid with the new toy. Ooh, let's, let's do that. I know that <laughs> is cool though. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, there's, there really are, 
you know, if you're just starting out, whether you're having your own podcast or, or whether you're being a guest or, or both, I mean, there are some basics. You know, the, the first mm-hmm. thing is you do have to have good internet. I mean, that's just, that's kind of the, and, and I've had guests that, you know, haven't, um, yeah. you know, I've, I've interviewed people in campgrounds. That's always fun. Um, you know, all sorts of things, but yeah, you have to have good internet and you have to have good sound. I mean, you yeah. know, that really is the the key. Now I've got the, you know, for those who are, are listening, um, I've got a big blue Yeti mic. Mm-hmm. It just happens to be the mic that I prefer. I mean, um, they don't have to be that expensive. No. I've got my, um, yeah. Yeah, you've got you've got a nice mic. Yeah, I mean, for under 150 bucks, you can get a good mic. Um, If you prefer a headset, I tell people, you know, get one that that obviously, you know, especially if you can, if you want to do a headset with a mic, gaming ones are the ones Mm. that I have found are really good because, you know, you're in that virtual world and they need good sound, they need good speaker. And so a gaming headset works really well. And again, hundred ish bucks, um, you know, and, and so that works really well, but but yeah, you have to have good audio, um, you know, and, and then you and I, um, we are doing this with video. So you do have to have a good camera, but yeah, if you're, you know, there are just as, there are lots that are still not video. Um, it makes it nice, even if you're not recording it to do video, because then we are just chatting, Totally. but, um, but you know, in this day and age of zoom, who doesn't have a camera? Everyone does. Absolutely. It's funny though, how people like, oh, they're starting a podcast and they fixate on what equipment they need. Right. Whereas mm-hmm. like, there's so much more, like mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. is your message? Right. What is mm-hmm. the podcast name? What is, mm-hmm. what is the point? Mm-hmm. And even like the systems, like what are you mm-hmm. going to do when you have a guest right. and like your scheduling mm-hmm. and the emails mm-hmm. that you send them mm-hmm. and the timing of things and how are you going to promote right. it? And what directories are mm-hmm. you going to use? Like there, there's so many moving parts, but mm-hmm. it, it, as soon as someone wants to launch a podcast, the only thing they think about is what equipment and what might right. be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And, and, so and that it is, to me is like, it's, it's not important yet. <laughs> well, and, and we do have a lot of that stuff. I mean, you know, I've, I've had guests who have used their iPhone, you know, oh, wow. it's pretty hard to, to tell that, that they were not using a very expensive camera and mic, um, you know, and, and, but yeah, you know, it, are you going to do an RSS feed? Are you going to, mm-hmm. to submit to iTunes? You know, what are the graphics? I mean, all of those various things, and most important, you know, or not most importantly, one of the big things, who's going to host it? Um, yeah. You know, that's one of the things that I struggled with was, okay, you know, I, I've got this and, and I'm just going to record it and have this big file. And then what the heck do I do with it? I know. And it's like, you know, there's there's places that host this. And of course, the cool thing is when you use a podcast host, they take care of a lot of that stuff. So like you get an RSS. What is it? I can never remember what RSS is. is real simple syndication. Yes. Good Something job. Like that. Syndication was in there. Somewhere. I know. And and so that's what then goes to iTunes and, and all of those things. It's just that little magical. Yeah, you set it up once and it part. just like populates yeah. it all. Yeah. You record it and goes. <laughs> I don't submit, you know, every single time to to all of those places. It just goes. Um, And, you know, those can be inexpensive. They can be more expensive. I mean, a a variety of things. Because my program is an hour, 
I do have to pay more because I need more yeah, bandwidth. The bandwidth. Yeah. Uh, but if you're doing, you know, like one of the 15 minutes, then, you know, then, and, and, uh, you know, then you might not need that. Um, you also, obviously, if you're just guesting, you don't need to worry about this at all. No. Um, but you do want to, that is something to, to kind of check into though, when you're wanting to be a guest, do they have that? I mean, you know, mm. is their program on iTunes? Is it on Spotify? Is it on all of those various things? Um, you know, because if you're taking your time yes. to get your message out there, you want to make sure it's actually getting out there. I know. And I've discovered too, being on a lot of podcasts this more so this year than previous years is that it amazes me um, how many podcast hosts there are mm-hmm. And they're like, there's things that they are or are not doing. Like Mm -hmm. some won't email their list. Mm -hmm. Some don't have it on their website. Mm -hmm. Some don't create show notes. Mm -hmm. Some haven't created images. Right. And I'm like, ooh, like Mm -hmm. you're taking that time to create Mm -hmm. that podcast. Mm -hmm. Like you want to leverage it Mm -hmm. and share it everywhere and showcase it. Mm -hmm. Um, as as best you can. Mm-hmm. So honestly, I've made the stuff up and given it to them because I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm using it for my site. And stuff. Yeah, so yeah. Like, you know, here's how I'm going to promote my appearance. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, it's it's interesting. I was on a podcast earlier this week um, with folks from C-Suite Network, and one of the things they talked about was, you know iTunes is obviously the big guy on the block, um, you know, and and probably will be for maybe forever. Who knows? But um, the the stat that they said was thirty eight percent of all podcasts on iTunes have just one episode. Thirty eight percent, and I'm like, oh my gosh, you took the time. And the effort to do a lot of that. And then you did it once. But I know somebody who did that. It was harder than he thought it was going to be. Mm. And And more costly than they thought. Oh, yeah. I've had so many people Mm -hmm. where they've done like a handful and then they're Mm -hmm. like, oh, I don't have instant results. Mm -hmm. And it's costing more than it's worth and blah, blah, Mm -hmm. blah. And I'm like, oh, man, like you had to have gone in knowing the costs. Right. Mm -hmm. And then it's like it's a long game. It's Mm -hmm. not a short Mm -hmm. You know, it's not like a Facebook right. ad where you get a conversion. Right. Yeah. You know, and, and, you know, one of the things you mentioned was knowing why you're doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people are always asking me, why do you, why do you do your podcast? I, you know, the, the, I, I meet really cool people. Yeah. Um, you know, out of this, you know, nearly 700 programs, there's maybe been two where I thought, eh. But that was just, we didn't click. I mean, you know, it they happens. were fabulous people. Everybody. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and so I'm making connections. Um, yeah. You know, my, I'm not on, you know, now I go on other people's podcasts to get business, but my podcast, it doesn't get me some business. Sure. And it is nice to be able to say I have an internationally known podcast. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, the, the, but I know that that's the reason that I'm doing it is to make those connections and to get information out there and kind of be that resource. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. And as you say, did in the, when we started this podcast episode, it's like some people have that question of like, should I have my own show? Mm-hmm. Should I be a host? Should mm-hmm. I co-host? Should I just me talk mm-hmm. or should I guest? Mm-hmm. And it's like, to me, I'm like, it all depends, right? Mm-hmm. Like right. what are your goals? Mm-hmm. If it's lead gen where mm-hmm. that's your main goal, then you're probably better off being a guest on other people's mm-hmm. shows right. so that you can share, you know, your lead magnets and mm-hmm. have a funnel and so mm-hmm. on and so forth. Um, if you uh, want to, you know, grow your authority status, 
our platform. Guesting obviously is great, Mm -hmm. but also having your own show Mm -hmm. and having those connections or having a show where it's just you talking Mm -hmm. um, to share your expertise Mm -hmm. and your knowledge and your strategies. Um, But even um, I've actually had some podcasters where they only interview people that are in their local area. So say they're like a website development. Okay. Okay. So they've um, had people uh, Mm -hmm. on their show that are local. Mm -hmm. And so it makes them feel like a superstar for being on air. Mm -hmm. And really it's like that podcaster, the host, it's their Mm -hmm. foot in the door Mm -hmm. to get their business. So the podcast is actually more of a sales strategy Mm -hmm. than anything else. Mm -hmm. So you really need to think about like, do I need to grow my leads? Do Mm -hmm. I need to build more relationships? Mm -hmm. Do I need to build my authority, visibility, um, you know, and, and it's funny because some people too, Deb, which you probably hear is like, oh, I want to make money off of my podcast. Right. And like, unless you're a John Lee Dumas, yeah. probably not going to happen. <laughs> it's just not realistic mm-hmm. down the road, maybe. Mm-hmm. And also there are more than one way. There's more than one way of monetizing your right. podcast mm-hmm. than just sponsorships mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. ads. Like, you know, like I monetized my podcast mm-hmm. in regards to the funnels that I had mm-hmm. and the follow-ups and the right. relationships mm-hmm. where I got referrals and mm-hmm. I got clients and I grew my e-list mm-hmm. that converted. So there's there's different ways mm-hmm. of thinking about the whole monetization game. Mm-hmm. But sometimes people do have that unrealistic expectation mm-hmm. of, oh, I'm going to have a podcast. I'm going to have like a bazillion downloads mm-hmm. and I'm going to make all the sponsorship mm-hmm. money that'll cover the cost. Mm-hmm. It's just you're going in it for the wrong reasons mm-hmm. if that's the case. Right. Right. You know, and, 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 you know, part of that is figuring out who your market is you yes. know, and, and all of those various things. And, and then, like, as you said, being realistic, um, mm-hmm. you know, be, there are so many podcasts that to hit some major numbers, you know, might not happen there. You know, it certainly does for some people. Yeah. But for others, you know, if, if you have, and I think the average, you know, and, and I look this up every time and then it goes out of my brain again, the average for all podcasts is like a hundred downloads a month. That's exactly it. Yeah. I mean, I'm at 5,000 for the year. So I figure, Hey, I'm doing really pretty good. Um, but at the same point, you know, there is that little part of me that goes, that's only 5,000. <laughs> Right, um, but, but it's yeah. also are your listeners engaged? Yes, and mm-hmm. are they loyal? Mm-hmm. And are right. they reaching mm-hmm. out? And are they commenting? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's you know I would mm-hmm. rather have a hundred or whatever mm-hmm. engaged right. listeners mm-hmm. that are my ideal mm-hmm. clients right. that I can potentially convert mm-hmm. versus thousands that mm-hmm. are just like flying in the breeze right. and they're like they're not my ideal right. client. Yeah, it's it's exactly like blogging or using social media. You know, you might have 10,000 fans, but if two of them comment, you know, do you really have 10,000 fans? Um, You know, and, and so, yeah, I mean, the numbers and, and, you know, the numbers on podcasts, it it gets a little tricky sometimes to track some of those things. Part of that depends on your host, um, you know, and, and some things I always have people now give me your demographics. I'm like, "Mm." (laughs) 
mean, yeah. you know, I can, I can give some general dem- I, you know, one of the things I can Listen do like gives countries. you some. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and I'm on megaphone. Um, and so I can tell countries, um, mm. you know, I can tell where they're coming from. So the majority of my folks are from iTunes, um, you know, some things like that, but yeah, I mean, I'm not going to be able to say, well, my listeners are women ages 35 to 45. I know. Who, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and, and that's it. I find that when people who are thinking radio or tell because of course you get much better demographics yeah. there. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm an old PR person. And so, you know, we used to go to TV stations and radio stations and, and because of advertising, you got their demographics doesn't happen with podcasts. No, at least too, if you're hosting it on your website and you mm-hmm. have like posts, mm-hmm. you can go to your Google analytics and yep. see how mm-hmm. many visitors are mm-hmm. going mm-hmm. to those posts. Right versus other pages on your site. So that would help. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I also use um, Simple Podcast Press and there's mm-hmm. also Fusebox mm-hmm. where it uh, the player, the audio player mm-hmm. has an actual opt-in right mm-hmm. in it. Yep. So that if someone's going to the post, mm-hmm. it there's more of an opportunity mm-hmm. for them to convert to a lead, right. which is kind of handy. Mm-hmm. So, and if you track that opt-in specifically, mm-hmm against if you have that opt-in somewhere else on Mm -hmm. Facebook, then you can kind of gather some of those numbers. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's another couple of beta tools that are coming out. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if you've heard of them. One is Audia Mm -hmm. and one is Verbal. There's Mm -hmm. probably some others. Mm -hmm. And basically they are like, um, one looks like YouTube and the other one kind of looks like a cross between YouTube and Spotify. Mm -hmm. And so you have your audio and what have you, but it allows you to search um, for like topics. So let's mm-hmm. say like on YouTube, you can mm-hmm. search for, I don't know, eyeliner, mm-hmm. and then you get tips on how to apply right. eyeliner. From so like a 12 year old, but yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I don't know how that came to me, but, and then, so you can search for like, I don't know, a podcast monetization. Mm-hmm. And as opposed to where you normally would get shared, like what podcasts mm-hmm. are about that mm-hmm. you are now getting shared episodes that ah. are specific to that. Mm-hmm. And then you can create playlists just like mm-hmm. you can on Spotify and YouTube. Cool. People mm-hmm. can follow mm-hmm. comment just mm-hmm. like YouTube. So it's still in the beta. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just see like, it's got such huge potential. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking this way, you're able to engage more with your listeners because they can comment right? and see who's Mm -hmm. like following your podcast. Mm -hmm. So I'm super excited Mm -hmm. about how that's going to grow. Right. Right. You know, and statistics, you know, I remember when I took statistics in college a long time ago, but one of the things they told us was you can make statistics, say what you want them to say. You know, and and because it's all in how you interpret, I mean, all sorts of things. And, you know, when I was looking at my demos one time, I'm thinking, why on earth do I have so many listeners from California? And I must have looked at that statistic, you know, several months and thinking, well, and then it finally dawned on me, Facebook, you know, and, and so it was routing through Facebook when they were clicking on the link and many of Facebook servers are out in California. So that was why I had that. Oh, yep. interesting. Yep. And, you know, and, and then, but then I get weird things like last Excuse month. the data. Yeah. 5% of my listeners were in Croatia. <laughs> and, and I've had weird. And so, you know, I'm sure some of this is, is where the servers are routing from, um, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and the, the, the analytics just aren't sophisticated enough to go, okay, well you went from here to here to here. Yeah. 
and and you know and and so they can figure that out. But it is you know it's it's it is interesting to to kind of look at some of those numbers and and see things. Um, you know, you uh, one of the things that that I can pretty much look at and, and know for sure is about thirty percent of our listeners are outside the United States. Mm-hmm. I love that stat. Um, yeah. You know, and and now we'll bounce up. Obviously, when we have a guest like you, who um, is not in the United States and does a great job at promoting the program, um, you know, because their networks are probably in the in the country where they're in. Um, but yeah, it's it is that's kind of one of the things that I look at a lot is well, where are my listeners? Um, you know, and 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 it's funny because I I've even asked. I've said, you know, hey, I see I've got this big clump of people in Croatia. Email me and tell me why you're listening to the no. <laughs> so I it's it's just it's bizarre. Yeah, it is interesting. And if you were able to narrow it down like within the US, then mm-hmm. at least you could target some Facebook ads to right. like that specific mm-hmm. area or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I think it'll within time mm-hmm. it, they'll have more capabilities, right? And, um, different features like mm-hmm. Amazon just mm-hmm. um released and Spotify. Was it Spotify mm-hmm. or iHeartRadio? I can't remember. Um, but you're able to do paid mm-hmm. podcast subscriptions now Ooh. to offer that. Mm-hmm. So like, let's say you had some exclusive content or mm-hmm. you put packages together, mm-hmm. you could put it up there. People have to pay it. So just another revenue nice. stream. Mm-hmm. But I know one of them has limitations in regards to like, you have to have so many downloads or so mm-hmm. many followers or so many something in order to take advantage of mm-hmm. it. I'm like, Always rewarding the top tier, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But but it'll be interesting to see how many Mm -hmm. people will actually use those paid subscription Mm -hmm. features, how Mm -hmm. many people will actually pay for content. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like would you pay for to listen to a podcast? I guess it depends on who it is. Depends on who it is. Yeah. 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 But um, but you know, you you did bring up something that that I want to point out is that for most people, you know, like you know, just a standard podcast, it doesn't cost to have them on iTunes. I mean, you do have to verify that you, that you're not charging for it, you know, as of right now, that's, that's the thing. Um, And same with all of the other streaming services, you know, it doesn't cost to be on them. And, and I think that a lot of people assume, well, oh my gosh, if I'm going to be on iHeart, if I'm going to be on Spotify, all those things. Another setup. Yeah. And, but it, it does, it just takes Mm -hmm. that RSS number. I mean, that really is the, the, the critical part to it. I know it makes it so easy. And really you want to make sure that whether it's Libsyn or whatever host Mm -hmm. that you're using, that you are connecting to as many directories as you can. I Mm -hmm. get that question all the time. Mm -hmm. Should I do iTunes? Should I do Mm -hmm. Stitcher? I'm like, yes, do them all. Yeah, all of them. Because Mm -hmm. it doesn't cost you anything. And Mm -hmm. you want to make sure that you're in front of as many people Mm -hmm. as possible Um, so that people can find you. Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah, it makes it super right, easy. Right. The one thing that I have noticed, and, and this is on my host, um, I have to verify clean or not clean. In other words, what is the content? You know, does oh, it have yes, bad language? Um, because iTunes, the, you know, that is one of the requirements yes. for iTunes. And, and so I have had guests on and, you know, bless their hearts. Um, they, they swear like a sailor oh, and, and, you know, and, and I'm like, oh my gosh. And, and, you know, now I've only ever in all this time, knock on wood, had one guest drop the F-bomb. And that was when we were still on live and it was like, Ooh. oh, and, you know, luckily he mumbled it and I got an, you know, I get this immediate text from my, my producer 
And because, you know, it was live. And so they were listening. And of course, the guest caught it. And and he was a professional. He knew he had done that. He texts me. He said, I'm sorry, I promise you. Know, and I'm like, eh, that's fine. Um, but but yeah, so um, and but that's one of the things that I, you know, have had guests ask about. They will say, you know, I, I do swear. And I say, not on my program. Um, yeah. Now, I actually, oh, I, I, I used a bad word on one couple weeks ago, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. Um, but, um, you know, and, and, and I have had guests that I've turned down because I, I've told them, you know, I know you can't not do that. Um, but one of the funniest ones, I had a guest one time, and he said, I use the F-bomb a lot. And I said, well, you can't, not on my program. I said, yeah. I do have to verify that, that you don't do that. And, I mean, we were already starting. You know, we hadn't started the program. We were in our, our pre-chat. And he said, hang on. And I hear, you know, Russell, Russell, Russell. And then I hear giggle, giggle, giggle from obviously a small child. And it was the funniest thing in the world. He went and brought his three-year-old daughter into the room, equipped her with a coloring book, you know, things to keep her occupied. It gets back on and he tells me, I don't swear in front of her. Worked perfect. Switch. Yep. Yep. That little, (laughs) that daddy doesn't say that word. Um, You know, and, and every once in a while we drop those words and, and um, you know, and, and so you can go through and in the editing process and, and take them out depending on what it is. But, um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's been one of the things I've had several people ask about and, and I, and there, you know, I, I have actually had people who have self opted out because I tell them, no, I'm, I'm sorry. Um, You know, and, and, but, but yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, bizarre, but you know, and, and it is interesting if you're going to be a guest, you know, and, and that is one of the services that you provide is helping people to be guests. And, you know, at the, the end of the program, we'll have you really talk about that, but you know, there, there are some rules, not rules. There are some, some guidelines that you should follow. And, you know, it's, it's always very interesting when people approach us that they don't want to follow our rules. And I'm like, okay, I've been doing this a long time, um, you know, and, and, but I mean, there really are some basics and, and I love this. I'm watching the video and all of a sudden I got very fuzzy. I don't know what's going on in my world today. Um, I feel drunk. I know. Wee! Um, but, you know, I, I, I think one of the, the, the most unusual that I ever got was a firm that had pitched this guest to us and we send a form and we say, here's what we need you to fill out. You filled it out. It asked for the basic stuff, you know, your bio, your, mm-hmm. your, your social connections, all those various things. And the response I got back from this person was, look it up yourself. And I was like, oh, my God. And, and my producer sends me the email and she says, how do I respond to this? And so I played bad cop. She gets to be good cop. I played bad cop. And, and so I responded and I said, no, yo, I, I, I said, I do many of these. As a guest, you have to make it as easy as possible. I know, you know, and, and, you know, one of the things that that you talk about that is an an absolute must, and and you have this is the one sheet, you know, that gives a lot of that information, all those various things. But I mean, she didn't even provide that. I mean, she literally said, look it up. And so I contacted her and I said, no. You know, yes, I research my guests. If they are an author, I read the book. I do all of those things. But there are basic things you must provide. But even just to have that attitude, I'd be I like, know. I'm not connecting I'm like, with oh you. Oh, my gosh. And, but this, this guest was somebody that really sounded interesting. So, you know, that, that was why I, I decided, okay, I'm going to you know, give her a second chance. And so she did fill out the form. She sent the information. And, you know, so I, I 
record the interview. The guest and I really hit it off. And, and I thought, you know, this person needs to know what would happen. And so, you know, when we're no longer recording, I said, I have to ask you, how long have you been with the, the agency? Uh, six months or so. And I said, have you, have you been happy? And I said, I'm, you know, and I was just trying to, to you know, ask some mm-hmm. general questions. And he said, well, I'm not getting as much as I want. I said, I think I know why. Oh. <laughs> you know? And, and I told him and I said, you know, I said, now she gave me the information, but it took me two asks. Yeah, no, that's not cool, especially for a, an agency to be doing yeah. that. Yeah. You um, know, and, and, but yeah, when, when you are guesting on somebody's program and they say, we need X, Y, and Z then you need to give them X, Y, and Z, you know, don't, you know, don't ignore them. Don't whatever, you know, they, they have a reason they're asking for that. Absolutely. And I've even, um, I do this for myself and my clients is that we have like a press page. Mm -hmm. So on it is the bio, the topics, Mm -hmm. the The headshot, Mm -hmm. the buttons for Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. downloading the, yeah, the one sheet and the headshot Mm -hmm. and just some other stuff just to like, here's a link, super Mm -hmm. easy, right? Mm -hmm. You can get all the, like everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's good. And then obviously having the PDF for the one sheet, but, mm-hmm. and I also find for guests, like if you, if you write down your interview topics mm-hmm. and then even some questions right. that mm-hmm. would prompt the host mm-hmm. to ask, it just makes the host be picture the show, right? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, I know what I would talk about. I know mm-hmm. what I would ask. Obviously you're going to spawn off of that more. Mm-hmm. But um, there's construction. Can you hear well, that? You have construction, and I have a camera that is doing the weirdest thing in the world. Peachy. <laughs> I don't know what the heck is going on. Um, I'm looking to make sure that that it's not an autofocus thing that's all out of wonk, but it doesn't seem like that. I know. You got to love real life and tech. I know. <laughs> Let me turn autofocus um, on. But yeah, you want to make it as easy as you can for mm-hmm. the host so that they, you know, We'll make the best of mm-hmm. the show. Right, right. You know, and and I like asking about sample top or sample questions or getting them off of the one sheet because, you know, I have a guest on so that they, because they're promoting a book, they're promoting services, things like that. And I want to make sure that I cover the things that they want to talk about. Mm-hmm. So that's why I say, give us three to five topics you want to cover. Does that guarantee that I'm going to cover it? No, but it does give me some, some ideas as to, you know, what they, they want to do, because I do tend to be, you know, the, the squirrel type of, Oh, Hey, let's talk about this thing. Um, but you know, I've at least got an idea of what's important to them. Yeah, absolutely. And I find too, going back to like podcasting and like, okay, you launch the podcast, mm-hmm. you know, whether you're going to be a guest or a host, mm-hmm. And then like, then what? Like, I Mm -hmm. find that a lot of hosts or guests will share the episode once on social Mm -hmm. and then that's it. Mm -hmm. And then wonder why they're not getting a lot of viewers. Mm -hmm. It's like, man, there's so much good content Mm -hmm. in the episode. Mm -hmm. It's like leverage it, like email it to your Mm -hmm. list, Mm -hmm. you know, create an article in LinkedIn, Mm -hmm. create posts. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, some there's different blogging Mm -hmm. sites like bigger pockets or medium. You can like post Mm -hmm. them there. Um, If you do get the video version, you can put it in IGTV, Mm -hmm. you know, do audiograms, Mm -hmm. take out little tips and quotes. And Mm -hmm. there's so many different ways Mm -hmm. of leveraging and Mm -hmm. using that content. Mm -hmm. And and then you're not like, 
banging your head against a wall trying mm-hmm. to create new content every right. week. Right. Yeah. You it, just had 30 minutes, an hour yeah. of great content. Exactly. Um, but yeah, and and we give our guests that option. You know, I always tell them, and I think I forgot to tell you this, you may do whatever you would like with the content. You can download it, you can share it, you can edit, mm. um, you know, and, and that's part of why we don't have advertisers because what happens is people would edit out the advertisers and then they get cranky with me. Um, so, you know, I just tell people, you, you can do what you want. If you just want to, you know, get a 30 second clip that you're going to use on your website, that's fine. Um, yeah. You know, you have to you have to give credit. You know, some some things like that. But yeah, you know, we we tell them. What really amazes me is the people who, as far as we can tell, never promote their their guest at all. You know, that they were on this program, and, and I always think, well, did they hate it that much? But you know, in the follow up email that my producer sends, she even gives them a cut and paste. Here is how yes. to promote it, type of thing. So we may, you know, we we have it set up so that we're tagged. I mean, all of those various things. And now they could be promoting it and just not tagging us, so that way, you know, we're we're not catching it. But at the same point, you know, it's like. Why, you know, why do this if you're not going to promote it? Um, you know, and, and, and maybe they didn't like it. I mean, you know, that, that really is an, an option. But, you know, I, I really am surprised at how many times guests don't. And then we've got those guests who you love dearly, who years after you had them on are still promoting it, right? I, know, you know, I love that. Yeah, it, it pops up in your feed or, you know, if I you've know. got Google, you know, you know, tracking things, you're like, oh my gosh. Because <laughs> it's evergreen content, right? Like it's, right. it's awesome. And also like if you go back into your stats for like Libsyn or whatever mm-hmm. your host mm-hmm. is and you see which episodes are getting mm-hmm. the most traction, um, a, you can pick up like, Ooh, people really love that topic. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. Or, but you can also like, uh, push out mm-hmm. that, um, the promote that episode again, mm-hmm. because you know, it resonates. So right. it'll mm-hmm. your downloads mm-hmm. and just, you know, getting new listeners or right. whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so using that kind of data is really useful mm-hmm. too. Right. You know, and we do try and have evergreen content. And and I remind my guests, you know, don't say next week we're doing X promotion, know. you know, some some things like that. Um, or if we do, I just, you know, tell them, you know, be very specific about it. So, you know, for the month of July 2021, we're doing this. Um, so that way, if somebody is listening to it, you know, months yeah. in the in the future, they're not going to call and, and say, hey, I want that 10% off or, or whatever. But, um, you know, and, and obviously things change, you know, every year I do an entire month of just LinkedIn. And I love doing that. We've been doing it for several years, but clearly things change, um, you know, especially with social media, you tell people fill out the summary section. Now it's the about section. I mean, you know, some things like that, but people, people are smart. They figure those things out. Yeah, absolutely. And you got to know your audience, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's funny. Some people jump on like bandwagons and, oh, I better mm-hmm. get on TikTok and make things for TikTok. Mm-hmm. It's like, if your ideal client or your audience mm-hmm. are not on TikTok, then right. why waste your time mm-hmm. and effort? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even actually, this is a good point. Mm-hmm. So even podcasting, right? Like mm-hmm. if you're, let's say your audience are, I don't know, 70 year olds mm-hmm. and they're not tech savvy mm-hmm. and they probably don't listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. If that's your ideal client, then don't start right. a podcast. Right. Yeah. You know, you want to create content and be in places mm-hmm. where your ideal client is right. hanging out mm-hmm. and invest your time and mm-hmm. your money wisely. Right. 
Yeah. I mean, you know, we, we have a YouTube page for the program, but I'll be honest, we know most people are not going to sit and watch an hour. Um, you know, we're not, you know, some, some fancy TV program that people are going to binge watch. Um, you know, they, they, they listen in, you know, when they're exercising, when they're in the car, you know, all of those various things, they're not going to watch it, but I'm also a marketing person. And I know that the owner of YouTube is that little guy called Google. Actually, it's what ABC or alphabet company. That's it. That's what Google is. Um, and, and so it's for SEO. I mean, that's that's why we have that YouTube channel. But there are people who really do prefer to watch the video. And, and so that is, is why we have it there. But yeah, the, the vast majority of people are listening as opposed to watching. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, and, and, you know, as you're, that, that did remind me about something, you know, as you're, if you're launching a podcast, you know, earlier we mentioned, you know, what are the names, all those various things. Um, Last year, during the middle of the pandemic, um, I decided to trademark the business power hour, partially because there is another program with that same name. Um, But I did have somebody that, that sent me a cease and desist because he has a service called Power Hour. Now, you know, it's it's a service he charges, it's different, you know, different industry, I mean all sorts of things. So he he had no no legal grounds yeah. to stand on. Um but it did make me think, okay, you know, the Business Power Hour probably should be trademarked because if somebody else trademarked it, then they could come back at me and say oh, you have to take take it out yeah. of everything. It's not just hey I trademarked it as of X date going forward. You you know, I would have had to have gone back and taken it out of everything. So, I went through the process. Um it was it it was not inexpensive, but it wasn't as expensive as yeah. as I was expecting it to be. Now, I did, you know, I was thinking okay, I I be a smart cookie. I can do this myself. Um and so, you know, I I had thought um you know, I can start. And so I started the process, you know, there's, you know, there's, there's, and you can Google it. It tells you how to do these things. And so, you know, I send in my $75 and then I get back from the, the federal trademark office, all of these questions. And I went, Oh no, yeah. no, no, don't know how to do this. Oh and God. so I hired a trademark attorney and, you know, she went through that process. And, and the trick was with mine, the business power hour those are all common terms. Yes. And, and so she had to go through and show that there really wasn't a lot of, you know, there wasn't anything else that was using that term, you know, all sorts of things. And, and so we got it. I mean, this is, yeah, it is a, a federal Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and now if it's say your, your name, um, you know, you might not have to do that, but at the same point, you know, you still might think about that. I mean, you you might trademark your business name, you know, so you- Yeah, I was going to say, if it's part of your yeah, brand, yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, protect it. You, especially if it takes off and, and it's popular because there are people out there who will <clears throat> borrow it. <laughs> you know? Yes, I know. And, yeah, so you want to protect it. a lot it. out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you know, and, and so you want to take those steps, um, you know, and, and just do those things. But- you know, it is, it, it, to me, it's so much fun, but, you know, I think one of the things that people are still maybe thinking is, Lindsay, 
why should I do this? Why, especially, you know, let's let's talk about the people who want to be a guest. You know, why should I be a guest? I'm scared. I've never done this before. You know, it's just what when you're working with somebody, walk us through that process. Honestly, I'm just like you have to level up. You have to mm-hmm. put yourself out there. Mm-hmm. You have to become the expert that you want to be, whether you feel like you're the expert mm-hmm. or not. Like, you know, you've got mm-hmm. your own beliefs and what have you, um, you, you believe in your abilities, right? Mm-hmm. Like whatever your sweet spot is, your mm-hmm. superpower, your industry, mm-hmm. um, like when it comes to podcast launching production and promotion, mm-hmm. I know my stuff. Yes. And so like, as soon as someone gets me talking about that stuff, mm-hmm. then I'm fine. Like right. mm-hmm. you're in your wheelhouse, right? Mm-hmm. So once you kind of get over that, if I asked you about basket weaving, you're going to go, Oh, yeah. yeah. Or like <laughs> Facebook ads or mm-hmm. whatever it may be. Um, you're going to be fine. You're going to be mm-hmm. in your wheelhouse. And also like, if you line up those topics mm-hmm. and questions to mm-hmm. guide the conversation, then it, you're going to be prepared mm-hmm. anyways. Um, and the key really is to, you know, answer confidently mm-hmm. and kind of, you can even think of what possible questions are, right. possible answers mm-hmm. are mm-hmm. at a time and making sure that you are, you know, seeding your programs mm-hmm. and that you have a lead magnet mm-hmm. that people can go to mm-hmm. afterwards, that you have a sales funnel afterwards mm-hmm. to, to drive, right. down, mm-hmm. to convert, um, that you're sharing the content, mm-hmm. that you've got a system to be able to leverage it, mm-hmm. promote it, use it mm-hmm. and showcase it to say, yeah, I am a guest expert mm-hmm. on all of these shows. Right. Um, I'm an authority on this. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's why some people shy away from promoting it mm-hmm. is, is partly because they're like, oh, I don't want to brag. I don't want to mm-hmm. like, no, like you have to show right. to be mm-hmm. the expert mm-hmm. so that people perceive you as the mm-hmm. expert and you can charge what you're worth and mm-hmm. grow your business. Like, right you're not serious about growing your business, then you don't do mm-hmm. all of those right. things, but mm-hmm. you kind of have to put on your big girl panties and mm-hmm. just, you know, mm-hmm. fake it till you make it. If you don't. Right. Feel it. Right. And, and if you're new, nobody needs to know that you're no. new. <laughs> you know? No, they don't. You know, and I, I have had a couple guests on and, and both times they were people that I approached because I knew that they had a great topic and I wanted to talk to them about it and they had never been on a podcast. So, you know, I took my time before to really work yes. with them a little bit because more than anything, I wanted them to go, Ooh, this was fun. I want to do it again. Um, you know, and, and now granted for first timers and hour was probably daunting. <laughs> so if you are, if you're new at this, look for the, the, you know, the 15 to 20 minutes, you know, the half hour at the most and, and get comfortable with those because then you're going to go longer and, and, you know, and, and realize that it's not going to be perfect. And even episode 683 with its technical little glitches that we have had, it it's happens. Life, right? But, you know, your audience also knows that this is not the, you know, the the evening news production. It's not 60 minutes. I mean, all of those various things. So they're not expecting it to be this polished thing. And and if anything, it kind of endears them, you know, because they're like, hey, yeah, yeah. You know, there are people whose headset comes apart and whose camera changes, (laughs) just does all of these. And, you know, they sneeze in the middle. I mean, all sorts of stuff. 
And if you are a guest, don't be afraid to ask for feedback afterwards. Like, Mm -hmm. Hey, I haven't done many of Mm -hmm. these. Mm -hmm. Like, is there any feedback that you can give me of what was Mm -hmm. good? What was bad? Mm -hmm. I'll take the criticism. Mm -hmm. It's better to know that stuff up front Mm -hmm. than like way down the road. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, and, and I mean, there have even been a couple of them where I have said, we can't do this right now because you don't have a good enough mic or, you know, some, some things like that. And, and we'll kind of walk them through it. Um, I've also talked with folks about their video <laughs> as I say that as my video is doing weirdness. Um, you know, I've, I've got the lights, um, which look, they just changed again. This is just the strangest thing. Um, but I also have two great big monitors that are putting out a lot of light that catches in my glasses. Yes. Right. And this drives me nuts. Drives me. That's one of the things it drives, drives me nuts, nuts too. I can mm-hmm, see. Yep. Line. Yep. <laughs> and so, but I've also discovered that I change my monitors to night light settings. So for those who are watching, I'm going to show you what I'm going to do. So I'm going to turn it off. Ew. I just turn. I, oh, you know, yeah. Isn't that horrible? I mean, I look like I could be on The Walking Dead. Um, you know, it gets very bluish. It's because this is this blue light that's coming. So when I turn it on, it's a much yellower, much more natural mm-hmm. type of thing. Um, so yeah, so I've I've you know I've walked Little people tips. through. It. Yeah, yeah, you know, and 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 there's certainly lots of resources out there. And Lindsay is obviously a great resource. You've got fabulous tips on your website. Um, you've got great resources there. So tell us a little bit more about how you work with people. First, tell us how they even find you, but then tell us uh, you know, what services you provide for folks. You betcha. So uh, they can go to smoothbusinessgrowth.com and there is a free resources tab, Mm -hmm. uh, whether there's a guide there on how to launch a podcast, Mm -hmm. one on how to track and get more ROI ROI out of guesting. Mm -hmm. And there's a guide on how to promote podcasts. So we help everyone from start to finish with podcasting. So launching, production, Mm -hmm. promotion, and then even just leveraging your podcast Mm -hmm. more. So that you don't have to do all the other elements of content marketing. You can just make podcasting. You're like Mm one-stop content marketing shop, Mm -hmm. so to speak. Um, And yeah, we've got the systems and we love doing it and we want to make it fun for people. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, because I mean, that's what it comes down to. If it's not fun... We're not going to do it. You know, whether yeah. you're you're hosting, I mean, I, like we said, you know, that's why there's 38% that have had one podcast. They went, ooh, ick, I don't like this. Um, you know, and 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 then they never do it again. And and I the know. problem is it probably wouldn't take them a lot to learn to like it. Um, but you know, it's yeah, if you're not you enjoying being the, the guest, like yeah, it, you know, it's kind of rough at the beginning and then you mm-hmm. kind of go in your flow. Yep. Yep. Yeah. You know, and, and you do figure out what you like and what you don't like. You know, I don't do tons of editing. We're just talking. We say, um, we say, you know, we have cameras that go wonka doodle. We might have audio that gets a little, you know, all these, I leave that in that happens. Now I know people who edit to the, Oh, I know. I'm like, that's crazy to me. Well, and it doesn't sound natural. It sounds very scripted. Um, yeah, you know, and, and it sounds like the evening news, right? So, you know, but, but that's their, that's what they prefer. You know, they, they think that's more professional. That's what feels better to them. Fine. That's great. Um, you know, and, and, but, you know, it, it just takes time. And, yeah. you know, and, and like I said, you know, it goes along merrily and we're at almost episode 700 and it just goes wonka doodle. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so cool. Well, you know, Lindsay, again, tell people how they find you online. 
Yep. They go to smoothbusinessgrowth.com and then they can get everything that they need there, the services, the resources, social contacts. And yeah, don't be afraid to reach out. I love helping people. Perfect. I love it. I love it. Well, do you have any final thoughts for us today? I would say don't be afraid of podcasting. Just start and you will start to love it and love the connections. Um, and it, it's such a huge strategy that will grow your business and build your authority. Um, just don't let fear hold you back. Perfect. I love it. I love it. Well, I'm Deb Creer. I've been having a great discussion. Can't wait to do it again. I mean, you know, this is something I think that, that we definitely need to do again. And so we will talk with Lindsay Phillips again. I'm Deb Creer. And until next time, everyone have a great day. See ya. Tune in for our next program for even more trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. The Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer, is proud to be part of the C-Suite Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.